Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. This is part two of the talk Ghibat uh, and its treatment by Mufti Taqi Usmani Damat Barkatahum. However, it is permissible to do Ghibat in situations where the primary purpose is to save a person from coming to some sort of harm. For example, a person comes to you and asks that someone wants to marry my daughter and asks you if you know what kind of person that man is. If you know something about that person which is important in relation to this marriage proposal, then if you tell that person about it with the intention that he and his daughter will be saved from coming to harm, then this is not included in ghibat. Or, for example, if you know that someone is a fraudster and a scammer and scams people into handling, handing over their money to him and you tell someone that beware of doing any financial transaction with this person as he is not very trustworthy, then this is also not included in ghibat if the intention is to save the other person from harm. So, if a person needs to warn other, another person so that he does not come to harm at someone else's hands, then telling about someone's actual bad traits or behavior is not included in ghibat. On the other hand, people think that it is okay to do ghibat of a person who is engaged in some sinful activities. That is not completely correct. In fact, just like it's not permissible to do ghibat of a pious person, it is not permissible to do ghibat of a sinner. The only exception is that if a person commits a sin openly and proudly, to the extent that if someone mentioned it behind his back and he heard about it, it would not hurt his feelings, then it is okay to mention that he commits that act. However, if he commits another sin which he wants to hide from people and he does not, act, he does not like that act to be associated with him, and it would hurt his feelings if he heard that someone had told other people about it, then it is a sin to tell people about it. It would constitute ghibat, even if it is the truth, and saying it would be haram. It is haram to listen to ghibat, just like it is haram to do ghibat. That is why Hazrat Thanvi Rehmatullahi used to say that it is much safer that a person does not talk about other people behind their back neither saying anything good nor bad. Even if such a discussion starts with the person's praises, but often it leads to someone saying something like, yes, he is a good person, but he also has this weakness. That is why it's better that a person does not talk about other people at all behind their back. What need is there to discuss other people? We, would just worry about, we should just worry about our own flaws if a person truly worries about what sins he is engaged in and that he will be held to account before Allah Ta'ala for these sins, unless he succeeds in giving them up before he dies, then he will have no time to find flaws in others. If a person gets seriously sick, then he does not have any interest in finding out if other people are also afflicted with the same illness or not. Once a person develops an insight into the need to finding out his own flaws and correcting them, then he does not dare to do other people's ghibat. May Allah Ta'ala grant us the motivation to look for the flaws of our own nafs, our inner self, and become aware of them. Ameen. 
Hazrat Thanvi Rahmatullah said, If a person commits ghibat or some useless conversation in front of a salik, a salik is a disciple on the path of purification of inner self, and he does not have the power to stop him from doing so, then he should leave that setting, and he should not care about hurting the other person's feelings, because not harming one's own deen is far more important than hurting someone's feelings. If he is not able to leave that sitting openly, then he should make some excuse to get up or change the topic away from ghibat. As was said a little while earlier, just like doing ghibat is haram, listening to ghibat is also haram. So what should a person do if someone else starts committing ghibat in a gathering? Hazrat Thanvi Rahmatullah says that if a person has the power to stop people, from committing ghibat, then he should do so. There are two ways of doing it. The first is to play, say plainly that look, the way you are talking about this person will lead to ghibat, so let's leave this topic. If he is unable to say it like that, then he should try to change the topic and start another discussion so that people can stop committing ghibat. However, he, if he is unable to do both of these, then he should leave that gathering and not participate in such, such discuss, discussions anymore. Thus, Hazrat Thanvi Rahmatullah has outlined a principle that one should not con contravene the laws of Sharia, as in continuing to participate in ghibat, just so he does not feel, does not hurt anyone's feelings by asking them not to do it. We are people of extremes. On the one hand, we have become so neglectful of rights of people that freely engage in abusing people's rights, whether they be financial rights, physical rights, or right to honor, without thinking twice about it. On the other hand, we are so mindful of other people's rights, we are, we are prepared to engage in a major sin like ghibat, so that we do not hurt the feelings of the person who is committing it. It does not even occur to us that at that very moment we are engaged in violating the rights of the person whose ghibat is being performed.